Hello friends, welcome to the Word of Podcast. It's a brand new week. It's a special week for us, um, which we call the Holy Week. Don't get me wrong, every week is holy, but we use this time to commemorate and remember specifically the death, um, the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the huge price he paid for all mankind, paying for our sins, the death that was due us, how he took the strokes um, for us just to make sure that we have eternal life. So Friday is Good Friday and Sunday is Easter Sunday and Jesus rose again from the dead. So I encourage you to spend some time um, ponder on these things, read the scriptures and see how Jesus suffered for you and I and pray that God will give you a better understanding and help you appreciate what he has done for you and I. Let's get right to our word for today. It's taken from the book of Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19. It says, Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Matthew 28, 19. We're starting off our week with what is popularly called the Great Commission. Jesus' charge to all his disciples at present and future disciples. The Great Commission was not addressed to pastors, teachers, apostles, evangelists, or bishops as some think. It is addressed directly to you and me. To everyone who is under the umbrella of Christianity, no one is exempt. This is not like the wearing of face masks that some think they are exempt. Everyone is involved. Jesus Christ was the only child of God, but through his eternal sacrifice, we were made children of God. And he has commissioned us to bring others to the light as well. We see that in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 18, it says, All this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us the task of reconciling people to him. This is our task and we have to joyfully carry it out. It is my prayer that by the end of this podcast, you will be fired up with zeal to preach Christ like you've never done before. Let's look at the reasons why Christians refuse to witness. Number one, feeling unqualified, the feeling of not being a pastor or a priest. This sort of feeling robs you of the blessing attached to fulfilling the mandate. If you search through the Bible, you'll find that God used the most unlikely set of people to do mighty things. This is so that he alone will continually take the glory. The moment anyone thinks they are qualified and through their qualification, they get results for the kingdom of God, pride sets in and they soon fall. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. I'll just give you a few examples to see that in display. Among the sons of Jesse, David did not have the qualities of a king physically, but he was chosen. Moses gave excuses that he was a stutterer, a stammerer, but God used him to deliver the Israelites from Egypt. Gideon said he was from the weakest tribe in Manasseh, but God used him to deliver Israel from the Midianites. Jesus Christ was born in a manger, 
because there was no place for them in the inn. But he was anointed by God and brought salvation and eternal life to humanity. The disciples were fishermen, but God used them to win souls and performed mighty miracles. Bible records that when people heard them speak, they perceived that they were unlearned men, but knew that they had been with the Lord. So write this down. Being with Jesus transforms an ordinary man to a supernatural man. The list is endless, but I believe you get the point that God uses whoever makes themselves available to be used. What a blessing to be a partner with the Almighty God. The second reason why I think people don't witness is that they feel they are not holy enough. So you feel you're not holy enough or feeling you're not keeping all of God's commandment. It is the word of God that sanctifies us according to John chapter 17 verse 17. As you engage with God's word, preparing to preach it, you realize some of the things you struggled with in the past would disappear without you noticing. You realize you don't have the desire for them anymore. So write this down. Holiness cannot be attained by avoiding God's word. Holiness is achieved through constant engagement with the word. The third reason people don't evangelize or witness or share the gospel is avoidance. Some people don't want their friends or colleagues to know they're Christians, let alone tell people about Christ. They're living double lives before their friends that appear to be the happening guy or girl. And at home, they're the Christian brother or sister. How long will you continue deceiving yourself? Jesus said, if you are ashamed of me before men, I will be ashamed of you before my Father in heaven. Do you want that to be your testimony? Now, let's look at the reasons why we should evangelize. Number one, because we love Christ. God loves us. He sends Jesus. Jesus loves us. He gave his life. And he has asked us to tell all people about him. If that's what I can give back to someone who gave his life for me, I'll do it every day with everything I have. What do you think? The second reason I think we should evangelize is because many people are heading to hell, to destruction. And it is our responsibility to help them come out of that path. Matthew 7.13 says, Go in through the narrow gate because the gate to hell is wide and the road that leads to it easy. And there are many who travel it. So many people are heading to hell. And if we love them, we would save them from that destruction. Or rather, lead them to Jesus who can save them. The third reason why we should evangelize is because there is a better life to live on earth, which is the life with Christ. Eternal life is not paused to start when we get to heaven. Eternal life begins here on earth. A life without depression, full of the joy of the Holy Ghost, in plenty or in lack. A life of peace, a life of holiness. I had a chance of chatting with someone who did wild partying in his early life and accepted Christ later on, say when he was about 60. And he told me that he wished he accepted Christ earlier because he feels he has wasted the early part of his life. Write this down. Life is empty without Christ. What seems to be enjoyment will soon be discovered to be a waste. So now, who is a witness? 
A witness is someone who testifies to an event seen, known, or experienced. So my question to you is, what have you experienced since you met Christ? Has God been good to you? So now let's go into how we witness. How do you witness? Number one, by sharing the goodness of God you're witnessing. By sharing your testimony, what God has done for you, you're witnessing. The Samaritan woman went into the city and said, Come see a man who told me all I ever done. Could this be the Messiah? And the whole city came to Jesus through her testimony. She witnessed. Number two, sharing God's word. So you can interact, you can witness by sharing God's word, preaching from the Bible directly. Number three, you could share God's perspective on life issues. Number four, do whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do. Anything the Holy Spirit tells you to do in the, in the field of soul winning, obey. Just do it. Because He is the one who wins the soul. He knows the right thing for you to do. All forms of witnessing should point people to Christ. He must be the center point of your conversation. You need to develop a culture to pray regularly for God to open your eyes to identify lost souls and for him to give you strategies to win them. This is a spiritual battle and must first be won spiritually. It is not about eloquence. It is about the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't be frustrated if you don't win a soul at first instance. There is seed time and harvest. At some instances, you may be planting while on others, you may harvest. In all, give glory to God that he has given you the grace to be a partner with him. Romans chapter 10 from verse 13 to 16 says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? How can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? How can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, How beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. But not everyone welcomes the good news. For Isaiah the prophet said, Lord, who has believed our message. Although the news we spread is called the good news, scriptures tell us clearly that not everyone will believe the message. But that's not for us to bother. Our responsibility is to share the good news and point them to the Jesus who saves and who can deliver them from destruction. Are you a disciple? Jesus wants you to make more disciples for him just the way he saved you. He has committed into your hands the ministry of reconciliation as he reconciled us back to God. This is a mandate that God has given to every one of us and he expects that we do this with all our heart, in our homes, in our place of work, on the road, on the bus, anywhere God prompts you to share his message. Go ahead and share it. And he is with you to perform his word, to fulfill his word. Don't put God in a box. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what you may ask 
think or imagine according to his power that is at work in you. Let us pray. Dear Father, thank you for everyone who has listened to this podcast today. Lord, we've just talked about the great commission that you have given to us to go out into the world and make disciples of all nations, every people, every tongue, every tribe. Dear Father, I pray for zeal for every one of us, including myself, zeal to preach your word in season and out of season, when it's convenient and when it's inconvenient. Help us, Lord, to be sensitive to when you want us to speak. Help us to see the souls you want us to reach out to. May we not be carried away, Lord, by our own selfish desires. Help us, Lord, to put you first. The Bible says, seek for the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added. Help us to be soul winners. Help us, Lord, to witness for you boldly. And you said to us, lo, you are with us even till the very end. Let your power walk with us in the field as we preach your word, confirm your word with signs and wonders. And let all the glory be to you. Let there be salvation. Let men turn to God. Let women turn to God. Boys and girls, let them turn to the saving power of Jesus. And let all glory be to your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you once more for starting the week up with this podcast. Please do well to share this podcast. Sharing a message like this is also a form of evangelism. You could share the link with your friends, family, well wishes. And of course, I would like to see you again tomorrow and all through this week. God bless you and bye-bye.